0: welcome to the home church podcast my name is kenny and i serve as the lead pastor here at home church and we gather in maiden north carolina we're so glad you tuned in to today's episode and we hope that this episode will help encourage you and inspire you as you continue to follow jesus step by step well hey listen good morning and welcome to home church again my name is kenny and it's uh, my real honor to serve as the lead pastor of this house. And, uh, man, I, I just real quickly, I won't be before you very long today. I know some of you, you you're just waiting to get through me towards the main event. So uh, certainly right after uh, the, the message, um, man, the main event today, our Treehouse Kids have been preparing. They want to sing for you today, our Treehouse Kids Choir. It's going to be a lot of fun. Who's pumped about that today? I hope you are. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you uh, think about the idea of an announcement, but when I think about announcements, uh, a couple of things come to mind. First and foremost, comes back to elementary school, and that little uh, beep, and then there's like all these announcements of stuff that I never heard, because I, I was too busy talking to my kids. That's why on my report cards, it always says, Kenny talks too much in class. Um, <laughs> But like you know, there's there's these announcements, and then and then you know you have like a, a wedding or a, or an engagement announcement, right? That kind of goes out, and it kind of. Uh, it, it announces what's about to happen, right? We have all kinds of different announcements. Maybe, uh, I mean, I've seen some babies in the room. Maybe you've shared the good news about a baby that's coming. you shared a baby announcement or maybe a gender reveal. So we all have like all these different announcements that kind of happen in our life. And the idea here is that the announcement is declaring and proclaiming what is about to happen, right? And, and so we want to talk about that today, but before we do, I wanted to share with you one of my very favorite announcements of all time. You guys ready for that? All right, check this out, watch. Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile, smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite, that's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine, it's time for an announcement. Okay. okay people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. He'll be here to take pictures with all the children. Yeah! Just keep your receipts. 10 a.m. tomorrow. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Santa's coming to town. Yes. Can you sign this for me? <gasps> Ooh. Hi. 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Nice. I love it. One of my favorite movies of all time. We'll give some credit. That is Elf. So if you Facebook, you're watching online, we're giving them credit. I didn't create that movie. Uh, but man, I, I love it. And so it, there's this like announcement, this proclamation that, that, that happens here. And he's like excited because Santa's coming, right? And, and the thing is, is that announcements happen all of the time. And it's again, it's a declaration. It's a proclamation of what is about to happen. And what's interesting is is that during the Christmas season and the Christmas story, there's an announcement that happens. And uh, we're walking through a series. We started last week. We're going to wrap it up today uh, around this idea of Advent. Now, many of you were raised in some form of tradition that talked about Advent. And uh, maybe you know what it means. But Advent literally means the coming or the arrival. And and so literally, uh, Christians of all different kind of denominational backgrounds Uh, celebrate Advent four weeks leading up to Christmas, which is the celebration of Christ's birth, the celebration of the arrival, uh, the coming of the Messiah. And and so that's what we've been looking at. And Last week we talked about how Jesus has always been coming. So if you missed last week, I want to invite you to go back. You can check out all of our messages on YouTube. They're there for you to be able to check in on and and watch back. And, And so you can go and watch that. But the idea is that from the very beginning, Right, right, right after creation, that there has been a need of a savior, and Jesus has always been coming. And then at birth, at at his birth, Jesus not only was here, but and we talked a little bit about this last week, but then Jesus, after his death and burial and resurrection, ascended into heaven, and Jesus is coming back again. And so we we have this idea that Jesus has always been coming and he will come back again. Jeremy, we okay, man? I feel like I'm going in and out here. You good? Just making sure. Sorry, it's a, it just bothers me. I want to check back. Are you good, Jeremy? All right, brother. Good. So, uh, so here's where we want to go. The the most famous telling of the Christmas story is in Luke chapter two. So, if you have your Bible, uh, go ahead and pull that out and join me in Luke chapter two. And uh, and and if you don't have your Bible, the home ver- the home church app is available for you. Uh, we have sermon notes that are plotted out right there for you. Maybe you have the Bible app. Uh, there's a live event that's happening right now where you can. Pull it up and follow along this scripture and our notes are there. Uh, if you don't have either of those, we'll have it on the screen. And if you're watching online, we will put it at my feet. And so this is, this is around the announcement of the arrival of Christ Jesus, the Messiah. And so this is what the announcement looked like in Luke chapter 2. And we're going to start in verse 8. Here's what the word of the Lord says. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. earth, Peace to those whom his favor rests. And this was the heavenly announcement. An angel uh, appears and then all of a sudden a, a host of angels appear to these shepherds and they make this announcement, this proclamation, this declaration that something has happened, and you need to come and to see. Frankly, I love the announcement from Elf, but this is the greatest announcement to ever have been made. And there's three things that, real quickly, I'm going to be brief today that I want you to see that maybe you've never seen or even understood before about this moment. Now, I want you to do me a favor. If even as a child, in any form of your church background, uh, any time before today you've ever heard that Luke 2 telling of the Christmas story, would you just raise your hand if that's you? You've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. Most people in the room have heard that before. Well, today I'm going to blow your mind because there's going to be three things that I want to show you that you may have never seen in that before. And I know you're like, Pastor, come on now. I've been going to church all my life. There's nothing about that verse that I don't know. Let's see about that, all right? There's three things I want you to know. The first one is this, is that many of us think about when people hear about the announcement of Christ Jesus, and especially we think about the wise men traveling and following the star, we think that, that really in our mind's eye, if I were to ask you, how far away do you think the shepherds had to travel to find where Jesus was? Most people would say, well, I don't know. It probably took them a while. But actually, the, the first thing that I want you to see here is that the shepherds were living out in the fields nearby, not far away, nearby. And this, this grabs my attention because as you actually slow down and actually read the Bible, as opposed to just maybe consuming it in ways that maybe you've always have, you've never really slowed down to actually read and understand what it actually says, this, this grabbed my attention this week, that these, these shepherds were actually near, living nearby. They were not far away. And here's what it, it struck me, and I think it's something applicable for me and for you today, is that this announcement, this proclamation of good news, and we're going to talk about that in, the, in a minute, but the, the announcement of the arrival of a Messiah was huge. And of course, this news was told far and wide, but this was told nearby. And friends, here's what I just want to encourage you. Over the next two weeks, people's hearts who are nearby to you are going to be way more open to the good news of the gospel than really any other time of year. The idea of holiday season and generosity and gift giving and, you know, we we say, oh, we get our spirits up for Christmas. People are way more apt over this next season to have their hearts open to God because this is all we talk about. We talk about Christ. We talk about the birth of Jesus. This is an opportunity for you and for me to reach people and to make an announcement to the people who are near to us about this good news. I was talking to my friend Tyler just this week, and one of the things that we've been challenging our church to do is to invite people to come to one of our Christmas gatherings. We have two next Sunday, one at 9.30 a.m. and one at 11, and it's going to be a beautiful time, but we are going to present the gospel, the good news of Jesus, in a really beautiful and powerful way, and every year at Christmas, we see people respond to that good news and receive Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So friends, I want to I encourage you that over this next week to invite someone, and I was talking to my friend Tyler about this, and he said, man, like, it's just not something I normally do. Uh, I've got some kids on my, uh, uh, some friends on my kids' sports team that I've become friends with, so I just sent them a text message, and I thought it was kind of weird, and I, I didn't know how they were going to respond. And he told me this story about how both of them responded back to him separately, and how both of them in their own way are walking and journeying and have been away from church and have been away from God. And know that there's something that's drawing them and have used that invitation to say, man, this was, this was a sign. Like, we're going to come. We're going to come to the Christmas service. It's probably time we get back in church. So, friends, I just want to tell you that the atmosphere is right for you to invite someone who's nearby to you to come and to hear the good news. Don't let this week slide by without taking the opportunity to do exactly what the angels did to proclaim the good news simply by saying, come and see. This isn't far away. We're just right here at Maiden, right here at Maiden High School. Like, man, this isn't far away. Come and see. And what you'll see is something incredible. And the second thing I want you to see is is this. These angels stood and, and proclaimed this good news. Have you guys ever heard this, that the angel proclaimed good news? Well, oftentimes, we we don't really understand this idea of good news. So I want to show you that in the Greek, this good news actually is one word, and I'm going to actually put it on the screen here. It's called euangelion. I want you to try to say that with me. It's a fun word. Say it with me. Say euangelion. All right, not everybody said it. So we're going to do it again. All right, so let's say it again. Euangelion. Yeah, that was good. So the people who probably didn't say it still didn't say it. The people who did said it louder. That's that's just how it always goes, right? Euangelion is the Greek word that we get good news from. Now, most of us don't understand this, but it's actually separated into two different pieces. The EU is good, and the angelion is an announcement. So it's a good announcement. And so what happens, what the angel is saying is, I have a good announcement. I have good news to share with you. Now, what you need to understand is that a euangelion had actually happened not just with Jesus, a euangelion a, and a proclamation of a new king and a new kingdom had been happening even actually before Jesus. Anytime a new Caesar would come into authority or a new ruler in the area would come into a, authority, there would be a, a, a proclamation, an announcement that would be sent out. A euangelion would be sent out. And it would make this claim that a new king and a new kingdom have arrived. And so what that means is that you need to understand that this new king and this new kingdom, things are going to look a little different, right? And so what the angel is saying here is really powerful. It says that I bring you good news. I bring a proclamation that a new king and a new kingdom have arrived to you this day. And oh, by the way, here's why it's such good news. Because to you today, a savior has been born. And this will bring great joy to all the people. What an incredible proclamation that we hear. Oftentimes, man, we just get so wrapped up in the Christmas season and we hear, oh, this, oh, good tidings to good men and all this kind of stuff. We miss the real heart and the real punch that the angels are actually proclaiming here. I need you to understand that from the beginning of time, there has been a need of a savior. And these angels are declaring and and proclaiming that a new king and a new kingdom have arrived. And a new kingdom is at hand. And guess what? It brings good news. It's going to bring goodwill toward men. In a world that had felt separated and pushed aside and rejected, this was God extending his hand of grace and kindness and mercy and love to the earth. So this wasn't just, hey, I got, I got good news that, you know, a new king was born today, but a new kingdom has arrived, and I'm telling you, it's going to change everything. This is good news. This is good news. And, and I want you to, to see this because it, it's a powerful piece here, um, and it's what the, what, what the angel said. And so, uh, so the last thing is that I want to share with you is this. We actually sang it today twice. <laughs> Uh, so we sang these, this scripture, and, and you heard it twice, and there's this idea that the angels showed up, and then all of a sudden there's this great chorus of angels, and they, we can almost sing, Gloria, right? There's like this idea that they're just standing there, this huge choir is like thundering the earth with singing. They didn't sing. They, they didn't sing. You're like, wait, what? No, we just sang it twice today. Like, this is what I've always heard. They, like, is this, this is choir. They sang glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to... We, we stopped reading our Bible. Uh, I want to show you this. The, the angels didn't actually sing this. They said it. So I'm going to go back. I want you to see this. Luke chapter 2 and verse 14. I'm going to show you in the NIV, which is what I normally teach from. Okay, and here's what it says. Glory to God in the highest... On earth, uh, hev- heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom His favor rests. Uh, and maybe, maybe you've heard it in a different way. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. You've heard these things, right? Okay, you, you've heard these in these different ways. But I want you to look back. Let me find the right verse here. All right, here we go. Verse ten. Patricia, can you find verse ten for me? I want you to see this. There it is. Here we go. Look at this. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Here it is. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and singing no, oh, and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those whom his favor rests. This struck me because I've always thought that the angel choir was singing this, but really they were saying it and they were proclaiming it. And that grabbed my attention and here's why. Um, because we've heard it in, in lots of different ways and I showed you those two verses because you can go back and look in every single translation and I did. And it literally, every single translation does not say singing, it says saying or said. And here's the thing there was this angel making this proclamation, making this announcement that good news has happened. And I love what, what it says, and I want to show you this in the KJV, all right? In the KJV, the old school. This is what my uh, old, old Mama Mills is here. Pam Mills is here today. My mama, hey, good to see you, Mama. One of the things we say around here is uh, thank God for Pam Mills. We're lucky. We're lucky for my mama. Uh, Here's what it says in Luke chapter 2, verse 14 in the KJV. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The thing is, is that this announcement brought good news because a Savior came, but the kingdom was going to look very different. This was God's way of extending his hand to earth. And he wanted to to show you that he loves you. This announcement was declaring that not only the promise of a Messiah has now been fulfilled, but a new king and a new kingdom has arrived and everything is going to change. This announcement, this proclamation that there is no greater glory than what's happening right now on earth. God's one and only son sent to earth in the form of a baby born of a virgin. He would live a perfect life, and and he would be obedient to the law, and no one else could do it. He would ultimately be put on trial and and convicted and ultimately crucified and hung, and he would pay the price for your sin and for mine. They would take him off of the cross and put him in a tomb, and three days later, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ Jesus, who we think about at Christmas, we only think about a baby, but at, at Easter, we think about our risen Savior, The Lion of Judah roaring back to life. And because he lives, you and I can live forever. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says that there is good news that happened at this Christmas. That yes, a Savior was born. But through his birth and through his life and through his death and through his resurrection, when we put our trust and our faith in him, you and I actually become citizens of this kingdom that God came and instituted in this moment. This this kingdom that was announced is available for me and for you to be a citizen of today. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you would be saved, meaning you would be a part of this kingdom. That's on offer for you. This announcement that was made to these shepherds who were nearby is the same announcement and declaration that I bring to you today. That a savior has been born and his name is Jesus. He paid the price for your sin and that's the reason he came so that he could cover the sins of those he loves. And so I can't let you leave today without giving you the opportunity to respond to that because anytime someone sacrifices their life for us, and they call us to obedience to live and to believe in them. We have to do something with it. We either reject it and turn away from it, or we believe it. And so I ask you today, I'm not an angel, but the Lord did send me today to proclaim to you the good news that Christ Jesus loves you, and he died for you, and he wants to be in relationship to you and with you. And so I want to invite you into that right this very moment. And so I'm going to invite you to bow your heads and close your eyes. And as you do that, I want to, I want to give you the chance to respond to this. This is good news. Man, you've been sitting in church services maybe most of your life, and you've heard this story most of your life. But today I, I share with you this proclamation that the angels made that this baby born in Bethlehem would be raised up, and he would be the king of all eternity. And his name is Jesus. He would die and pay the price for your sin. That when you put your faith and trust in him, that you would be saved. Right now, if the spirit of God is tugging on your heart and you feel like, man, I, I know this is crazy. I know I just came to like listen to my kids or my grandkids today. But like I feel like this short little message is for me. This is for you. This is the opportunity for you to respond to the good news. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you would be saved. So I want to give you that chance right now that if in your heart you actually believe that Jesus was born and he died and he paid the price for your sin and he rose again, that you would say it. And so I'll invite everyone in the room to say it out loud for the benefit of anyone who may be praying this for the very first time. Pray this with me. Say, Jesus, I'm a sinner and I'm lost without you. I need you in my life. Thank you for coming to earth. Thank you for paying for my sin. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you were raised from the dead. Will you save me? Help me learn to follow you the rest of my days, the best I know. friends, your heads are still bowed and your eyes are still closed. And because the room is full today, and I want to give you a chance to respond. This is an opportunity for you to publicly acknowledge Christ Jesus, who you just received. And this is an opportunity for me as your pastor and the the herald who came today to proclaim to you. I want to see who God moved and who God saved today. If that was you, you prayed that today. Would you do me a favor? No one's looking around, just me and you. Would you raise your hand above your head? the others. Amen. Church, I'll invite you to your feet. I want to celebrate with you that I saw two people respond today. And that's incredible news. That's incredible that we would see people. You can stand to your feet if you don't mind. And as you do, we're going to sing, and and over the next few moments, we're we're going to magnify Christ Jesus. We're going to celebrate this baby who was born, who lived a perfect life, who died for your sin, who was raised out of the grave, and who stands victorious in heaven right now, and is coming back again. Let me pray over you, Father, over the next few moments. I pray that your son, Jesus, would be glorified, that he would be magnified, that we would lift him high, that we would sing and celebrate not just his birth, but his death and his resurrection and his coming again soon. Father, we love you and we thank you for salvation in this house today. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, church. Let's sing and magnify the name of Christ. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If there's anything that we can do to serve you or come alongside of you in your journey, please reach out. You can reach us at hello at myhomechurch.cc.